Hey everybody, welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. Today we have Juan Lee on. Hi, Juan. Hello, how are you, Lauren? Doing good. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So Juan is the author of Love Made Simple, and we're going to get into that in a little bit about his book. But first, uh, let's just talk about um, who you are, your spiritual journey, and then we can dive into more what we're going to talk about, which obviously love. We're going to talk about love, which is a huge topic, um, very important and needed in the world always, but especially right now. Absolutely. <laughs> so let us know just kind of who you are. How did you grow up? Um, what what does your spiritual journey look like? And then how did that um, get you to writing this book? Okay, that's a great question. Um let me start off by saying I have been a part of Christianity um, all of my life um, from very young age. Um, shucks, we go back to almost shortly after I could walk almost. I was, I was uh, in church. Um, I have been in many different denominations, um, starting in Baptist. Um, then to Catholic, then to Protestant, then to non-denominational, then to Methodist. Um, that about covers it um, <laughs> as it relates to the different types of um, denominations. But uh, when I got to be about 17, um, I was struggling. I had um, an undiagnosed learning disability and I was, I felt really hopeless. I really did not have any directions as it relates to what I was gonna do when I graduated from high school. And so I went into the military and um, things began to make a little bit more sense to me. Um, as it relates to my religious background and my, um, see what had happened was I had been hearing about God. I'd been hearing about God, but I had not been able to figure it out or to understand what's in it for me. How do I, how do I make that experience real? And I didn't see how the how it act, how God act in the sense of how I was to respond or how I was to benefit from that act, the act of love. And I got into the military and I began to see how love works. Ironically enough in the military, I saw that there were attitudes that provoked love that I had not understood to be able to give me the results or the outcomes that love provides. And it was there that I began to, life really began to change because I was really frustrated. And it was through understanding those 
attitudes, those concepts, those principles, those, those things that put love into action that I realized that, um, that we're, a lot of us are missing that. We're not, we're not getting the, the actions of love and we're focusing on the source, but not the action. And that was where I had begun to put these actions into place. And life just really turned up. I mean, it really flipped around. I mean, things began to be very clear to me how this experience in life was meant to be lived, experienced. And so it was from that perspective that life really uh, took a, I mean, my journey just began to, it was like really simple, got simple at that point. It went from difficult to simple to confidence from being, you know, so confusing to, man, I was, I was like on top of the world. <laughs> Everything became very clear to me. Yeah. Was that, would you say that was your spiritual awakening really? Um, it was, it was the clarity. It was that clarity call. It was that ability to be able to go, aha, this is that point. And, and here, here's what it was through this journey of making it clearer and clearer. I began to see the confusion between religion and God. Mm. And when that became clear love became clear mm -hmm. and that was really the premise behind love made simple it was let's simplify this take the confusion out of it and let's get the practical applications of love in the hands of people who need it mm -hmm. so we've we, we've spent so much time focusing on the source and not focusing on the actions. And so that was, that was what this was all about. It was the actions of God made practical. Yeah. And so can you kind of explain that more? Cause I do talk about that often on this podcast, cause I have all types of listeners and we kind of, when we were organizing this, um, you know, I'm kind of more of an open-ended spiritual, like I believe in God. And I know that you believe in God through Christianity, which I think is the same thing in the end. I believe God is love and compassion, all the same teachings, right? So what did you mean when you kind of said like all the, um, it was kind of like this confusing stuff and then like source and, and love, like how did you break that down, I guess, like, it's more simple than we make it, I think, right? Hence the name of your book. Like there's all these rules and religion and spirituality, you have to do all these things, but really, isn't it just simple? Like, Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. See, when I say confusing, it's that religion teaches religion. Yeah. It doesn't teach love. Mm -hmm. Love is like a byproduct if you get Jesus. Right. You know, it's like a byproduct, you know, but the, the whole thing that religion is doing is that they're they're really teaching Jesus. They're teaching the connection to Jesus. Right. A lot of the things that I like to say is, is that it's basic. My concept is talking about from birth to death. Okay. 
I don't get into your beliefs, mm -hmm. how you believe or what you believe. That's a personal thing because I can't, I can't, I can't change what that is that you believe because I shouldn't, I'm not here. That's not my place to change what it is you believe. All I'm here to do is to give us, find those things that we have in common right. and then facilitate how we can get along in those things that we have in common. Yeah. And that's, that's humanity. That's, that's the level in which I bring love into because it's the love for humanity. We all can rally around the love for humanity. We have that in common. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, besides the like crazy extremist religions, most religions like that's at the base of it, right? Is love. But then it gets a lot of, there's a lot of noise and man-made stuff and scripture. And some of the stuff is maybe has truth and it's good too. I'm not dogging it, you know, but just the the basic is you're right it's it's love and how do you truly apply that and feel it and accept it and give it and we have that in common like you said and i think everyone can agree like it feels good to be loved it feels good to give love but yeah we get so distracted about all the other stuff absolutely and it and that's the confusion that's when because now i mean the power of love has been downgraded to some romantic romantic feeling mm. And love is more powerful than that. I mean, now, granted, we have, there are different types of love. And the thing about it is, is, in, is, is there's an agape love and there's a philos love. Now, those loves I'm referring to, philos love comes as a result of agape love. You can't get there without agape. Sure. And so we want to supersede agape trying to get the philos. And the fact of the matter is, is that agape is the foundation. Mm -hmm. it's what everything else extreme it comes from mm -hmm. and so um what i'm trying to facilitate or basically on this on this journey is to trying to to help people to see that we have these things in common love will break down these divides that we have right. if we could only focus on the things that we have in common mm -hmm. and that's humanity it's it's the ability to invest into humanity for the sake of the next generation to be able to facilitate this gener this um this 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 humanity to the next generation and it's that's all of our mission it's hard <laughs> meaning like um well it's not that hard sometimes but if you look at history there's a lot of stuff that's the opposite of love and it's so hard, right? Like the divide and all that stuff. So, I mean, like speaking from your personal experience, like how do we apply that? And, and right now in 2021, with the crazy stuff that's been happening over the last almost two years, so much divide, how do we, how do we give love to ourselves and others? Like what are some ways that uh, you could propose in, in applying that love? To humanity, because we need it collectively really bad right now. Absolutely. But here, here's here's the thing that 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 really we gotta understand that love is the action that basically demonstrates our motivation. Okay. And so love can be ugly as well as pretty, so to speak, kind and gentle, because love is this desire to act. Now, our motivation determines what it is we're going to act on. And see, 
what I'm suggesting is, is that everybody address that, have that motivation, that, that internal motivation to focus on what we have in common. Mm -hmm. And then when we can focus on what we have in common, instead of what divides us, see, we struggle because we, we have walls up, we have divides up. And, and so if we could just see that we have, we have one thing in common and it's the biggest thing in common. And that is humanity. It is the, it, it, it's the reason why we are here. And I think that message has gone mis, um, without sharing. We've not shared that message. Yeah. You know, this is why we're here. Right. We're a part of, we're just a portion, a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And if we can't, if we don't ever come to that realization, we will live and die and never reach our potential, fulfill our purpose. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting because we're struggling to identify this so-called purpose. And it's, 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 it's right before us. Yeah. It's the ability for me to sow my my gifts and talents into you and in, and so forth that you would in turn sow them into me so that we could push humanity into a place um, into the future. Together, we're meant to operate this experience. We'll go through this experience together, sure. not separated. Yeah. Yeah, we're all connected. <laughs> Absolutely. But 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 why? How is it? that we've come to this point and said that it's better to be separate. Mm -hmm. We've allowed ourselves to be sold a bill of goods that's allowed us to think that what we're doing is the right way of doing things, but yet we're looking at situations that are very dramatic and detrimental to not only ourselves, but to humanity as a whole. Yeah, that's true. You know, and the media has a large part in that dividing us for other thing, you know, other, uh, they have their own causes and that's not the only reason, but, uh, yeah, we get so distracted about our differences when really we have so many similarities. And even on the other side of that, even if we do have some differences that should be celebrated. What if we were all completely the same? It'd be a really boring world, wouldn't it? <laughs> Here's what I say about differences. They're uniquenesses. Totally. Their uniquenesses. And guess what? That's what makes me have a need for you. Yeah. If you, it makes perfect sense. If we were the same, I would have no need for you. Totally. But if you, you have something different than I, this is the lesson that I learned. I told you I have a, a learning disability. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I had to learn was that I couldn't be compared to someone else. Mm -hmm. That my struggle was that I was trying to compare myself and academics was comparing me mm -hmm. and I didn't measure up. Mm -hmm. And yet here it is. I'm unique. I, I have something totally different that I have to give to offer mm -hmm. that brings me my fulfillment. Nobody else's. Sure. Nobody else's. So I, and this is what I learned in the military because being a part of a team, being a part of something bigger than myself, we had to all pull our weight. We had to get in there and work together. Mm -hmm. And that was the only way 
that we were going to succeed. The system will not allow us to, uh, uh, to, to succeed apart from each other. Yeah. It was, you either did it together or you didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's a mindset that I think that we lose by you know, not having that experience of understanding we're in this thing together. Mm -hmm. It's called life and it's an experience. Mm -hmm. It's not something that was, look, it was here before we got here. And it's our role, our responsibility to ensure that it's here after we're gone. This thing called life is temporary. This experience is temporary. And we've got to understand that its value is in what we invest, how we invest it back into humanity. And love is the key. Love is the way that we connect to one another. That allows us to invest the wholeness of this dispensation into humanity. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Nicely said. I love the part about teamwork. So much more can get done in so many ways, huh? If we, if we uh, band together. And I guess I was thinking earlier too, the, the division going on right now, it, you know, what saddens me the most is, yeah, then it, um, we have a loss of, of that experience of connection and love. That's so sad to me. We're literally losing out on opportunities to connect with people and even greater connect with people that might have differences that actually do have a lot of similarities. It's kind of a back, you know, it's kind of confusing, but oh, that's a bummer. It's actually sometimes to connect with someone who has some differences is actually more enriching because you're you're learning about something you don't personally know, right? Any day I would like I love meeting people that I don't know. Yeah. I, I, they get, they offer me something that I don't already know. Totally. And so the point is, is that are we willing to accept that thing, those things that are unique, mm -hmm. they add value. And see, that's the key, key thing there is that it adds value to what it is that we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. I think the key word that, that I like to use is that we've, we, we lack um, um, the ability to accept other people's uniquenesses. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, we, we basically have little tolerance. Yeah. And, and tolerance is the beginning of being able to accept. You know, it at least opens the door to accept them. We have no tolerance. Yeah. And it's and it's the thing that basically opens the door to something new. Yeah. Why do you think that is though? I always think it comes from fear. Like if something's different and I don't know about like I'm like, I don't know that that's not familiar to me it's uncomfortable what like you know for instance religion like i've had a lot of people oh like i don't want to talk about that or i don't like that i don't believe in that because it's different than what i've been taught so i'm fearful of that so i'm going to reject what you're saying right fear is the opposite of love fear is like the lowest vibration possible whereas love would be the highest i think there's a lot of fear especially what's going on right now with the media and not to get into the political aspect of it but obviously i think people know what i'm talking about with like vaccines or coronavirus or whatever it could be um racism stuff last year 
there's a lot of fear being pounded into us. And it's like, dude, you are missing like the beauty of life by being sucked into that fear. It's okay that people are different than you. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's really upsetting to see that. But I also know there's people like you and podcasts like this speaking about, um, you know, don't get trapped in that fear. Don't, don't let the love slip away. Don't let the, the good stuff that's happening, the connections that are happening, the work, the books that are being made. Um, there's so much good happening right now. You know, that's, that's, that's my, my, um, um, crusade that, 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 that's what I'm on. Yeah. And that's basically to show that there's another way. Totally. There's another way. And and for anyone who is is struggling with any of those things, love is the answer. Yeah. And there's a practical way of applying it so that it it's understand it reaches you at the place where you are. Yeah. It lets you know that um, whenever fear is in it, fear is because what what love does is it illuminates fear to the point where because fear is a, the 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 ability to lose something you 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 you're gonna lose something and that brings fear yeah. but love allows you to willingly give it without any expectations or anything in return yeah so that no one can take anything from you mm. so that that's that's basically the issues that we struggle with is for for the fear of loss whether yeah. in physical being or things that we have become accustomed to or things that we have we feel that we have rights to for whatever reason that fear of loss is what really keeps us in a defensive mechanism, a defensive mode. mode. Yeah. And, and, and when we're unable to get ourselves out of that, we, be, we, we, we then put up those walls mm -hmm. to protect that. Totally. And those divides, they will begin to regulate and set our boundaries as it relates to what we will and what we won't accept. Totally. That's a good point too. Cause I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, I mean, just just one example of like the vaccine thing, or like I said, all the things that I just mentioned are like racism or sexism or any, any prejudice out there. These walls have been built up. Right. And it's like been happening for decades or even centuries. And then you're raised in a family that thinks a certain way and these walls have just been built up. So it's like, you're normal and you're so blinded. You're so blinded by it. But when you break down those walls, like you said, like your book's so perfect, it's simple. It's not it, that scary and it's not that fearful, actually. It, just because well, someone's different than you, it's not, I don't know, like, yeah. Well, you, you brought up the issues that makes it, when I say simple, I don't mean to imply that it's easy. Sure. And, and so, Simple means that this is the way to go. These are their directions. Yeah. Now, your obstacles may be different than mine, mm -hmm. but they're just that. They're obstacles. You have to 
Each one of us has to use love to overcome those obstacles. Yes. Some of those, some obstacles may be bridges. Some might be valleys. Yeah. But love conquers them both. It bridges them both. Um, so, you know, that's the point that I'm, I, I really want people to understand is that there is, love is the answer for whatever your circumstances are. It's an attitude adjustment that we have to make that allows love to prevail. Yeah. It's there for us, but we've got to, you can't compare it to someone else. Mm -hmm. You can't, you know, this thing is something that you've got to be. One of the three of the characteristics of love, and I, I really like to share this, is that love is a, is, a, is a chameleon, meaning it will adapt to any situation and it will surrender its own beliefs for the sake of the, the, the group or the whole. Mm -hmm. It will blend in. And then the second one is, is, is that it's a conduit. It connects us one to another allowing our gifts and talents to flow without any expectation. Yeah. But the one that really part of, of love that really takes it over the top is that it's a choice. Yeah. Love is a choice that no one can force you to do, but no one can stop you from doing it either. Right. And that's the thing that put love over the top. Whenever the situation, no matter what it is that we're confronted with, we have what it takes to overcome it totally all we have to do is choose it yeah and it's there for us yeah i like that that's true it's about it's another thing i speak a lot about is consciousness being conscious and you could take that in any direction conscious of i'm going to be loving right now not hateful i'm going to be conscious about i need to give myself more love right now how can i add love into this situation right now being conscious of it is the first step. Absolutely, absolutely. It's practice sometimes. You can, you, you've got to have it to give it. Totally. And, 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 so, mm -hmm. and so you've got to start with self. Oh, and, totally. in a lot of, and in a lot of cases, there is going to, you're going to find out where a lot of those walls are is when you begin to search and look inside of self and see that it was it's not necessarily a wall that somebody else has built. It's a well wall that we've built. Absolutely. Yeah, because if you don't love yourself or there's something inside of you that's fearful or you've had experiences and self-hate or whatever it is, criticism. Because I often know sometimes when I'm like critical of other people, I'm like, hey, dude, I like have that trait actually within me. No wonder it's like bothering me. What Look within me, like what can I do before I'm projecting onto somebody else, right? Absolutely. One of the things that I like to tell people is to ask the question, why? Ask, your, ask the question to yourself, why? Why do I do what I do and say what I say and act the way that I act? Mm -hmm. Those three questions will invoke so much that if you're honest with you, you will begin to see the walls in your life. Mm -hmm. You will see them. And then now here's the hard part. They will, you will see them, but now you have to bring them down. Yeah. You have to make yourself vulnerable to what's on the other side of that wall, because you've decided that these are going to be the things that I'm going to respond to and how I'm going to act. 
because of those walls. And once they go down, you're, you have to understand that what's on the other side of that wall is, is more beneficial to you than what's not, what's not on this, this side of the wall. Definitely. And you know, that can be um, scary for people because it's vulnerable. And that's why probably people, it's just easier to kind of be like, nah, like that's not for me. Like I'm not feeling you or whatever. Like I don't like that or I hate you or whatever. You're different. It's uncomfortable for me to look within, right? Doing that work. There is no substitute for that. Yeah. One of the things that I like to do is, is let people know that it's the hardest thing you will do, but it's the most rewarding thing that you will ever experience. So I'm giving you, there is a benefit on the other side of this work. Mm -hmm. There's a benefit that in many cases, you've never, ever experienced it before. Have no idea what it looks like. And what I and what I like to share with people is that my book is a guide to inner peace, mm. contentment with your needs met. And so when you can have something to look forward to, you begin to protect that peace that gives you that contentment that provides you the, your needs mm -hmm. to be to be met. And that's at any level in life. Right. At any stage in life, you know, it's one thing that we get on a grind and we think that life is nothing but a grind that we don't even realize that we don't have peace. Yeah. And that's the thing that's so much, that's the most important thing to protect. We have mental illness, we have, we have depression, we have all these things that stems from the confusion. Yeah, that stays in our minds mm -hmm. and we don't have the resources or the wherewithal to clear that out. Mm -hmm. And so we use artificial stimuli and drugs and things like that to assist us. But I tell you, the, the one thing that I, I, I ensure I, I try to encourage people to do is if they ever feel that they're in this thing alone that they're lonely, that they're feeling that they, they don't have what it takes. There's somebody who needs what you have. Yeah. Give it. Totally. Find a way to give what you have. And I will be, I, I will be shocked if what you have, you don't recognize, somebody else doesn't recognize that it's important. Yeah, I agree. You are connected. You're here for a reason. And there are no mistakes. Yep. I agree 100%. Everybody has a purpose. Everyone has like a worth, you know, they're worthy. Um, I think about that down to like the cellular level of just the miracle of a baby being born. Everything had to go right. And you know what I mean? The divine timing. You're meant to be here for sure. And, and, and therein lies you know, how we can understand that we have so much in common. Come on now. We are a living vessel mm -hmm. that we have no, look, we couldn't make ourselves breathe if we had to. Yeah. It's a system that keeps us breathing. Mm -hmm. We are a part of a bigger system 
that means we've got to hook into it. We've got to understand that we're here for a purpose. Yeah. Love is the system that connects all of the components of humanity together. Mm-hmm. It's what brought the past to the present and what will bring the present to the future. Mm-hmm. And we get to put a stamp on it and invest into what that will look like. See this thing called humans have this inter- interesting position. They can preserve humanity or they can destroy it. Yeah. Free will. It's up to you, right? What you yeah. want to give. It, it, but here's the thing. It has to be done collectively. Yep. See, we're struggling right now as a nation because we won't agree. We won't agree. And we're the, we're an interesting nation because there's no nation quite like this one. Um, there, there are, but we struggle on who natives are. We are a nation made up of nothing but immigrants. A whole, the whole entire, every one of us are immigrants. And we struggle with trying to divide that up into, you know, who's right and what's right. Yeah. We're all in this thing together. We are. And and until we realize that there is no, there is no ones, well, here's the point. Um, we're in an experiment called democracy. We're, 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 we're capitalism. Um, and we're trying to figure it out. And I think that has a lot to do with the way in which we're handling the challenges that we're confronted with in our society. Because we're changed, we're changing. And that change is not being understood as being a project. You know, this, this America is a project. It is. There, there is no, there is no formula for this thing. We're figuring it out as we go. And everybody's like trying to fight for their corner of it. And that's, and that's what, and that's this capitalist society. That's what capitalism is. It's like, how do I get mine? Right. But at the cost of the whole is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a dangerous spiral. <laughs> yeah. And it's never but, ending if you think about it, because you're always going to want more. And ew, it's kind of just like, even talking about it, it's like, it's just negative feeling. And that's why love is important. Yep. Because if I think, see, love is about willing to do for others. Yeah. That means that I'm willing to do for you what's in your best interest. Right. And if I do what's in for if, if I do what's in your best interest as being a part of humanity, I've gained as a result of being a part of humanity. 
Totally. But I've got to have this selfless attitude in my actions to be able to promote that and to operate in that. Yeah. And that is the element that nullifies capitalism at its greed. Mm -hmm. Because we can do capitalism without being greedy. It's a motivation. You know, it's being able to say, what's enough? What's enough? And you can do that in capitalism. You know, one of the chapters in my book I talk about, it doesn't matter what type of society you're in. It's just you understand how it works. Right. And how you can implement and institute love in that society. It's not going to look the same as, as the next one. But the end goal is, is that everyone wins. Everyone succeeds, however they do it. You might call it socialist. You might call it communism. You might call it capitalist. Call it what you like. But at the end of the day, everybody should be having this common experience. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you so much. Uh... Think of everyone contributes, it's contagious too. I mean, even just like think of like that pay it forward method when you give and then you receive something like, whoa, dude, like I want to give that back to somebody else. It's like wildfire, you know, we have the ability to do it. We have the power to do it. But yeah, man, you got to look within like there's a there's enough for all of us. We are the most prosperous, you know, like most advanced country in the world. Yet we really struggle a lot with greed and fear and Oh man, if we could fill that with more giving and love, just think so possible to heal. And it's within us. All I'm saying is let's try another way. I agree. Another way. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, we're, we're spending so much time trying to find alternatives. Yeah. Instead of trying to preserve what we have. Totally. And we're we're we are forever destroying while looking for an alternative instead of trying to preserve what we have. That's true. And and I'll and I'll share this with you. We're going to advance ourselves out of existence. And I say that with this new um, artificial intelligence AI. We are literally developing ourselves out of existence yeah that's scary actually yeah but 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 think about it we this country this nation is is 200 years old little 250 years old and the advancement in this nation is tremendous over the last 50 years or 100 years i mean in the world the last 100 years has just been phenomenal can you imagine what the next hundred years could do with AI? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> but that's the kind of advancement that if we don't come together and understand the value of humanity, yeah. we're not going to protect nor preserve it. That's true. Yeah, we've got to be very careful with the the power that we have. We can do some really cool things with technology, but we could also demolish a lot as well. And it's and it's within our control. Right. 
It's within our control. We've got to stop this greed, this selfishness, because I look what I made. Look at what I did. And guess what? Everything that's, that looks good might not always be good. That's true. For sure. And so if we don't, we don't look at, I mean, like, you know, technology, you know, in a, as a whole. And could we have stayed where we were? Hey, yeah, but the fact of the matter is there are some, especially in America. Yeah, we're just we're we're privileged, and, and it's and it's we've got to understand that, and understand that if we don't control it ourselves, um, and really begin to understand that where there's a global economy, there is a global challenge. Totally. To protect humanity, the Cold War and the fear of the bomb is one thing, but now we have this subtle, um, very subtle weapon against all humanity and it's out of control. Yeah. And you know what? It's we ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Juan, this is not live. My baby is crying. My husband's just off the call. I'm going to go have him get her because I don't want it to be in the background and then we'll pick up right where we were, but that's a good stopping point. I'm, go right ahead. Thank you for your love and mercy. She's <laughs> screaming her head off. One second, okay? All right. Thank you. Sorry about that. Double duty. I understand. No problem. I'm hustling these days. Luckily, she usually sleeps longer, so that was a weird. I don't know why she woke up, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like handed it off for my husband. So thank you. You're, you're talking about like um, we have the con- we have the control and we're going in a way where we could really yeah we're we're basically destroying ourselves yeah um and it's based on the fact that we're not exercising or operating in love yeah it's it's just it's it's that simple. But it's also that difficult to do it because it's that simple. Right. Power and the greed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not understanding the power of love and what it can accomplish. Mm-hmm. And understanding, see, I think it goes to a little bit to the point where we look at life as being something that we can extend. We can, we can make it longer for ourselves. And if we can't, what's, why are we here? You know, it's that mentality that, why would I want to preserve something that I don't get a benefit in? That, you know, that selfishness. It's, it's almost like another one of the things that I like to share is, is that death has a purpose. And if we don't understand that purpose, it makes life a little bit less under, to understand. It makes it a little bit more confusing to understand. See, because death seals our investment into humanity. If you can't see that, you don't see the value in life. That's true, yeah. 
You don't see the value in life. And that means that it's just a chance. This thing that you're doing, it's just, it comes or it goes. Mm. There's no benefit in it. It's just use it and throw it away because death is going to eventually take it from us. But that's not what it is. It's an experience to, of investment. How many of us understand what an investment is? An investment is something that we, 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 we give, we willingly give it. Nobody can force you to invest in anything, but you have to be willing to invest in something with the potential of something great for something greater. Yeah. That's what the past did for the present. Yeah, that's what the historically. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it can, and that's what it's done generation after generation after generation. It's not stagnant. It's progressive, and it allows us to move humanity forward. Mm-hmm. But you've got to understand what it's to protect. What we have to protect, though. It's that. It's the ability to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Without it, there is no existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if everyone before us didn't invest, right? We wouldn't be here. Right. Or if they chose to blow it up, you know, that there's so many things that we can do to just if we could only just see the simplicity of what we're dealing with and, 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 and embrace it. Here, here's the thing. To embrace death is to understand life, to value life. To fear death, it, allow, it, it keeps us in bondage. Yeah. It keeps us in bondage to life. Because we will never develop ourselves if we're fearing death. I mean, to the point, if we don't understand death, we will fear, we will prevent ourselves from from sharing with one another because of fear of loss. Right. But when you know that we have a purpose, that we have an investment, it's to give. And I'm going to tell you, like you were saying, there is nothing better than the ability and the rewards of giving. People say it so often, they go, it's better to give than receive. You really have to ingest that and understand that and really begin to feel that Mm -hmm. to really understand what love is. If you can say, hey, man, what that makes you feel like, it gives you that fulfillment that you didn't know that you needed. Yeah. It, 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 it speaks to you reaching your potential. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it is so much that we miss by mischaracterizing love. There's so much power, so much, so much benefit to humanity, to each and every one of us, when we can begin to exercise these attitudes 
of love for one another. We're at a very pivotal uh, moment in history too, where, man, we need it. And we're getting, being forced to really look within and to be positive because I keep, you know, the media right now is so negative and people are so, have their walls up. There are a lot of people though that are, are realizing it and, you know, call it what you want, the great awakening or whatever. There are a lot of people becoming more conscious. Hey, wait a second. They're, they are, they're looking within, they're looking in their communities. There's a lot of giving right now. Um, look at, think of all the selfless people that were working at risk through COVID, right? Before the vaccine. Um, and now they're going to be fired, which is like horrible because they're putting their risk. I mean, I'm just giving an example. There are so many selfless, good people out there right now that are awakening, not getting distracted by all the crazy noise. And that's why this conversation is so timely right now that we're having. Um, I think people are starting to realize like, this is exhausting. I don't want to be divided anymore. How can I learn from you? What can I do for you? Um, what are some tips that you have for people? Uh, it's easy for us to just say, oh, just give or just love. But like, really, when you're in an uncomfortable situation, and I've had some hard conversations with friends where we had different viewpoints on things going on right now. And we've had a little scuffle and we come back together and, hey, how can we be loving in this friendship right now? Because it's super easy to just blow people off. What's a tip that you have? Would you say first look within? What am I feeling? And then how do you go repair a relationship or deal with these uncomfortable conversations? How do you love really? It, it, here it is. It's tolerance. Okay. Tolerant. Be tolerant. It, Accept people for face value. Okay. Accept them for face value. Each one of us accept us for face value. And it and just by allow just by accepting us for face value gives you an end to get to know them. Yeah. To in to to it brings you because if you just automatically push and push them at, at arm's distance and not accept their whatever their decision is or whatever their stance are. You know, it start with tolerance. If we can just tolerate one another to the point of accepting what they're saying, accepting their understanding or their belief, and now engage them. Mm. Then you engage them. Because now, the first thing that we will probably find out is, is that typically they're not who we thought they were. Right. And then you've got to begin to look in, on the inside if they are not who they thought you thought they were, then guess what? I'm probably not who they thought I was either. And then to do some introspection there with that and say, who am I and what is it that I'm representing? Mm -hmm. What, you know, because people who say that they are one thing mean something totally different to another. Yeah. You know, we could say we would call people racist, but when we call them racist, they wouldn't see themselves as racist. Mm -hmm. Or if we were to see um, someone that being phobic, they would not see themselves as being phobic. Right. That's half and, the thing going on right now. So people don't even know. Like, yeah. Well, well, but see, but here's my point. If they don't see it, me calling them, that doesn't make a difference. 
Yeah. It doesn't change anything. Sure. So let's accept them for who they are and let's let them define themselves for us instead of assuming. So look, how about instead of calling them those words, explain to me what it means to be this. Hmm. Explain to me what it means to be that. Mm -hmm. And then we can begin to start addressing or eliminating or, or, or as ascribing people something to someone based on their own interpretation, their own definition, hmm. not on my definition. Because I think a lot of us is just, we're misunderstanding one another. Yeah, you're right. Because that's actually something definitely that's going on right now. There's a lot of uh, name calling happening. And that's really not helping. It's actually making it worse. It's escalating yeah. things and people become defensive. And yeah, that's a good point. We, 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 we're, we're miscommunicating at best. And that's almost as more, that's almost as harm, more harmful than no communication. Because yeah. I can I can really dig in if you if I if I can communicate um, and we converse and you help me solidify my stance yes. because I'm not willing to un I can't hear you correctly. Mm -hmm. See, it's like we hear what we want to hear, right? Um, and that's that's more dangerous. It's true. That's definitely. But if you can. But if you decide to tolerate it, you can go, okay, now I'm hearing it with a little bit more of a critical or of a less critical ear. You know, you say something and we're like, okay, then let's clear, let's, let's dig into that. Let's, let's talk that through. Sure. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like there's a lot, I mean, you couldn't, you can't sustain a relationship without tolerance whether you know it's like a romantic relationship like a marriage you just can't you don't write your partner off every second i mean some people do but it's a quick path to divorce but i mean you don't do that necessarily with your spouse why are you doing it with your friends over like this stupid stuff that's going on in the world right now yeah have some tolerance i really like that that's a good thing for us to remember right now have some grace that's exactly that's a, that's the same word it's grace right. is tolerance it's basically hey are we See, without it, we think that our way is the only way. And that's not productive. And not possible. <laughs> I mean, we won't start getting into religion now, will we? Yeah, I mean, you can go into anything, but whoa, totally. <laughs> ah, we can get into a lot of different stuff. It could be an hour, hours long podcast, but tolerance is great i think that's a huge good tip for people i'm gonna remember that grace tolerance and um we talked about it earlier but i i really i can't remember where i heard this a few weeks ago when there's fear to fill that with love so literally like sometimes i'll get a little nervous right like coronavirus or something and i'm like nope i'm filling that thought with love to my body i am strong to my daughter, she's, I'm filling that fear with love. Anything that you can just fill with love instead of letting fear or negativity start taking over. I just think that's a good practice too. Um, you can fill love in anywhere. Here are the seven attitudes of love. 
sacrifice, humility, courageous, being courageous, Mm -hmm. caring, discipline, Mm -hmm. responsibility, and tenacity. Those seven attitudes, you can allow you to be the motivation to demonstrate love. Mm-hmm. When it when there's a situation where it requires a sacrifice for the betterment of the whole. Remember, love is that thing that blends in, it sacrifices itself for the purpose of good. Have that attitude of, of, of sacrifice. Be the one able to sacrifice one's own belief for the sake of the better, for the better. Mm-hmm. When it's time for us to, to ingest it or look in ourselves, be willing to humble ourselves and say, you know what? Maybe I don't have everything that I, you know, I might not be right. Mm-hmm. Be willing to accept that maybe, you know what? I'm not perfect. You know, be willing to care for your neighbor, for people that you don't know, you don't even don't even have no relationship with, but driving down the street or have you're all in this thing together. Care about everybody that you come in contact with. Be courageous to stand for love. I like that. Be be courageous to be willing to stand for love. That's great. That's going to be the title of this podcast. (laughs) That's true, though, because you can show love in so many ways. You know, I think people just think like love, like hugging someone, like in a romantic relationship, loving your child. Like there are so many ways to love. Like you said, like, well, commitment is just one, like easy one. But like you said, like you can literally say hello with a genuine smile and like think a loving thought to someone that you're walking by, driving by can be anything, literally. you know, acts of service. I think that's something that's really big for us right now in in this crazy time that we're in. I also think that might be something cool um, as a way of tolerance, right? You're in a weird conversation with friends or people. Um, How can I serve you? If you're feeling like you don't really know how to love, how can I best love you? How can I serve you? Ask the person, right? Sometimes you can ask if you don't know inside, right? Acts of service is love. Biggest, you will shock people and make people just and just look at you, you know, like, wow, that in of itself is an amazement of love. Yeah. Just how, how can I do something for you? Like, what, what can I do for you right now? I don't know. I'm feeling confused. What can I do? I don't, I don't want anything from you. I yeah. want to give you something. I want to yeah. serve you. What can I do for you? I love it. Can you imagine the response mm. that would come from that? If our world, like it's contagious. Absolutely. Just, I mean, I saw a video online this week and this guy was at a restaurant. He lived to be homeless or didn't have any money. And the guy, all you see is you hear is a guy saying, give him whatever he wants. You all you see, you don't see the person who's saying is he has the video and he says, give him whatever he wants. And the guy looks at him and goes, he goes, (laughs) <laughs> you're going to, he says, get you, get whatever you want. He says he wanted some coffee. He said, get the coffee. He says, no, no, get something else. You get something else to eat. 
And see, these are the things that I'm talking about. The gentleman who did this gave out of what he had to give. Sure. It wasn't that it was he could have, nobody could have made him do that. Mm-hmm. Nobody could have stopped him either. Yeah. And that's the power of love. Power of love. I was literally just thinking that as you said that. It's so powerful. It is undefeated. It cannot fail. It's more powerful than anything. It's more powerful than darkness and evil. It's wild. Like, I literally was thinking the power, and then you said it, like we were on the same wavelength. But little acts of kindness like that go so far. That made that guy's day, I'm sure. Oh, the fact of the matter is, is that that was an example of something that should be evident every day. Yeah. To the point where that gentleman should not need someone to buy him a meal. Yeah. It's a good, good episode right now. We need this. It's, it feels silly sometimes to feel like you have to be reminded, but like you said, we all are in the grind. We're all trying to survive. It's confusing out there, whether it's within your religion or the political world. And there's a lot fast moving stuff going on, distractions, fear, but it's really simple to love. You just got to like slow down. How can I help you? If there's anything that I can say, let's have our attitudes to love. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's work on the attitudes to love. Yeah. Let's let that be our motivation to love Mm -hmm. for humanity's sake. Yeah. It's bigger than just me. It's bigger than just myself. And we're so I, 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 me, me, me all the time, but it begins to allow us to see how much we really do have to offer. Yeah, big impact. Yes. And it's there a ripple no, effect. Huh? It's a ripple effect. Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's, as, it's as though you just, it's a shock wave. Yeah. It's a shock wave. And if you get so many people applying this same shock wave, it will cover the earth yep it will definitely will this is good well what else do you what else do you want to say before we kind of come into closure just as far as um i mean we covered a lot and i want people to check out your book but i think right now like like i'm really taking away from this the tolerance service because that can really cover a lot um, if you're unsure of how to love somebody, cause I think that's the climate we're in. Sometimes it's easy to know, like it's easy to some of the times to like buy this person a coffee or pay it forward or like hug your spouse. Like those are like the day-to-day things we do in love, but like in the difficult situations, that's where it's like really hard to know how to love somebody. How do you love your enemy? How do you love someone online that you're fighting with? Uh, so I really like that reminder of like, you know, how can I love you or serve you right now? Cause I'm kind of a not sure it's okay right. to ask. Right. Um, what would be like maybe one or two other tips that you could offer right now in this climate of just like, how can we be better loving people and ourselves? I, I think that, I think that one of the things that we need to be aware of, and you said it earlier is consciousness. Yeah. You know, I, I can't, you know, the, if we could just, 
come into a understanding that we need each other. Okay, that, that's not, you know, it's not that difficult to understand that there is nobody that lives in a vacuum. No one of us, no one lives on an island by themselves. We need each other. Yeah. And if we could understand that, it's here's the thing, it's not just the people that we want to be connected to. Every person here has value. And that was the message, hopefully, that we saw during the, during the pandemic, during the lockdown, the real lockdown, where we, everybody, there were those that were looked at as being less than became valuable to everyone. And if we could see how we are, you didn't need, you didn't need to live on a in a penthouse um, to understand that when it came time to delivering your mail, when it came time to um, you know getting the trash removed, when it came down to the people that were firemen and the medical people that were still out there in it, the grind, trying to provide so that you might be able to be where you are. Yeah. This thing is not about being equal, it's about being sufficient. Yeah. Having, be, realizing that we all have differences and we all have different parts to play. Yep. But there's no one bigger than the other. Perfect, it's so true. Yeah, it didn't matter if you were in a penthouse or in a cardboard box or a tent on the side of a road. You know what I mean? Like it came down to health, family, the simple things in life. And it was humbling for us all. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. You could get sick just as easy as somebody else or you could be healthy. It's whoa, it was really humbling. And that was what I think we, we missed, though. Yeah, I think so many of us missed it because he, here's the point. We want to try to get back to the way it was instead of experiencing what it was, yeah. what, what we went through. What was it that we needed to learn from this? Yep. We, if nothing else, that everybody is valuable. Everybody. Yep. And we are all connected. Even this whole thing with like the toilet paper and the paper towel, right? Or like the supply chain stuff that's starting to be happening. And hopefully it doesn't get too crazy, but maybe that's our next learning lesson. Hey, real quick, the food chain could go down. I mean, real quick, things could get crazy. We rely on people to supply us with food and products. And we are all very connected. We really need to understand this global economy. Yeah, we really need to understand what that means. That is just not a slogan. Yeah, it's a reality now. And when somebody else hurts, you feel it. That's very true. We are so connected. And I, I really learned that in the in the whole pandemic and lockdown and what's happening right now. And in some ways, I hope we don't go 100% back to normal. I don't think we will, but it, these uncomfortable times are actually a blessing because otherwise, how are we going to evolve and change? 
how it's how we navigate it that makes the difference. Yep. And can we protect humanity in the midst of this challenge? Yep. We, we, we don't even regard humanity. We're finding out trying to solve problems as it relates to how does it help me today? Yeah. Having no regards for humanity tomorrow. Yep. Short-term gain. We, we're, we have, a, we have a, a generation that is basically driven on right now, gratification. Yeah. Immediate gratification. Yeah. Well, let us be a learning lesson what we've gone through. <laughs> There's so many lessons that we could learn. They're teachable moments all over. Yes, it's true. I agree. But we're avoiding them. We're not learning them. Well, it's uncomfortable for a lot of people, but we got to learn it. We're learning it. We have to. I mean, we're in it. Like, it's your That's choice. True. Like you said, like, it's up to you if you want to move on and, and invest. So, yeah. Your, 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 your child is the example of the investment yeah. that you want to leave. Mm -hmm. These are the things that we, we see it, yeah. but we don't understand it. Yeah. You know, we hear it, but we don't understand it. Yeah. We've got to now be conscious of being able to put it into play. We've got to act like we understand it. Yes, action. That was the beginning of my journey, putting yep. action. This is a good way to kind of circle back into the ending of this podcast. Action, putting forth action. God made the action. He's the action. Mm. We need to put it into play. Yes. Totally agree with that. This is such a valuable conversation. Thank you. It's very timely. Um, I want people to be able to find you. I want them to read this book. This is very important always, but now. Um, where can people find your book? Where can they find you? Uh, well, I'm at, you can go to my website, wanleytheauthor.com, and you can get an ebook. You can get it right away. Okay. Um, you can just purchase it right there, or you can go to Amazon, Bones & Noble, all the other places you pick up the book and get the hard copy. And what I'd like to also share is, is that anybody interested in learning more as it relates to how love can help navigate their life with love, you can send me an email. I have a newsletter. Um, it's a info at wanleetheauthor.com. Um, and we can set up a time to do something common, you know, simpler, similar to this, okay. um, a free 15 minute, uh, time where we can talk and just see how love can assist you. Um, yeah. also I'm on Twitter at love made simple. I'm on Facebook at Wanlee the author or Wanlee author. Um, I'm even now sometime and, and, and uh, you can catch me in uh, Clubhouse now. Okay. Well, we'll link all this in the description of the podcast so people can find your find you. We'll put your website, your book, link, everything. Um, thank you. I just want to share this one thing. Yeah. All of the proceeds go to a nonprofit that I am the executive director of called Clear Journey, where mm -hmm. we basically teach teenagers and young adults the skills and attitudes for life. 
for wow. success. That's really cool. Wow. That That's what we're doing. Um, so anything that you do will help support us in, in that venture. That's really neat. Wow. Thank you, Juan. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much for having me, Laura. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for all that you've uh, given in your book and your time and energy. Really appreciate it. Well, share it. I'm uh, looking for everybody to join in this crusade yep. to let love prevail. Love must be our true guide. <laughs> yeah. Cool. You guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today. Uh, sending you all love and light and the theme of our topic today. Uh, you can find me on Lauren.live and on Instagram at Real Lauren Live. Thank you.